Welcome to episode 82 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. And today's episode is a continuation from episode 81. So 81 and episode 82 go together. If you haven't yet listened to 81, you want to, because episode 81 gives a lot of information about how in the world does Bonnie ever sell anything without making sales calls? Episode 82, this one, is a continuation from that. I give you even more information and I answer live questions from the audience. Both of these episodes are taken from a Facebook Live and I think the questions that I answer will really interest you. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coach thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I save them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Just like a resume should sell for you before you even walk into that interview, you know, what you've got out there on the internet, that should be selling for you. Whether it's a live stream or a YouTube video or a blog post or a podcast episode or a clubhouse room or a series of tweets, or maybe you were interviewed on a podcast or in a magazine, or maybe, you know, whatever it is, maybe you presented from a stage somewhere, you, you know, were part of a summit or I don't know, whatever else you got going on. I really feel strongly that stuff should sell for you. And so if somebody decides to ask you about coaching, they really just need a little bit of reassurance. That's all. They already know they're going to hire you. They just want to talk to you. And they just want a little bit of reassurance that the decision to hire you, which they made before they ever got on the phone with you, before they ever reached out to you on Facebook Messenger or whatever it is, you know, they just want a little bit of reassurance that they already decided to hire you and now they just want to find out basically how to pay you. That's <laughs> pretty much it. I really do feel that everything else you do should sell for you. I mean, I've, I've always felt like that. And if it doesn't, well, that brings up a whole bunch of other questions. So if the tweets that you're putting out, if the live streams that you're doing, if the YouTube videos that you're doing, if the books that you're writing, if the I don't know, clubhouse rooms that you're moderating or whatever it is, if that stuff is not selling for you, you're either doing a really, really, really poor job of those things or you're not being very strategic about it. So for example, if you're doing a podcast interview, I think it's certainly okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with asking the host ahead of time, would it be okay if I could, if I could offer something free, a freebie for your audience? And that answer should be yes, by the way. And then you could say, you know, for example, like a clubhouse strategy guide, like I have that. So somebody's interviewing me tomorrow. And so I'll probably say, because clubhouse is, you know, certainly relevant right now in April of 2021, very relevant. So I'd probably say something like, hey, you know, would it be okay if I offer your audience a free clubhouse strategy guide? And then he or she should certainly respond yes. And I expect them, you know, expect him to say yes. And then during the episode, at some point, I would say probably at the end, I would say, hey, is, is it okay if I 
tell your audience about this this great strategy guide that I've got for Clubhouse. I would love to offer it to them and it's totally free. And then during the interview, they would say yes. And I would say, okay, well, great. So when I explain, I would explain it a little bit and I would give them the link to get it, which is bit.ly forward slash Clubhouse strategy. That's it. Simple. So now anyone who would listen to the podcast episode who might be interested in that freebie and that free download, now, you know, it's very easy to remember because it's, I'm using keywords, right? It's very easy to remember the shortened link. So now they grab that freebie. Now they're on my email list and now I should be nurturing them through the list. I could have a specific funnel with a specific number of emails that take them to an upsell of whatever if I want, or they could just be on my general list and I could be nurturing them that way. And once again, what I'm doing should be selling for me. I shouldn't have to go to great lengths to get people to buy things from me. If you have to jump through hoops yourself to get people to jump through hoops to buy your things, that is just so much trouble. I do not want people buying my things if they have to go to that much trouble. It means they really don't want the things. And I'm not going to be using my energy to try to convince anybody to spend their money in any particular way. I want you all to spend your money however you'd like to. It's your money. So I'm not going to suggest that. I can give you strategies. I can you know, help you on these, these different things that I have, the clubhouse rooms, my podcast like I'm doing now, a live stream, you know, other things that I've got going on, my email list, whatever. I can give you help and I can provide nurturing and I will definitely, you know, you'll see what I'm like and kind of how I go about things through those ways. But I'm certainly not going to try to get you in a headlock and get you to try to buy something of mine. And I'm a coach. No way do I want to coach with somebody who I had to go to that much trouble to convince them to buy my coaching. Oh, Lord, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. So I really do feel that your online presence and what you do on and off of the internet, I really feel it should sell for you so that when you decide to create a new product, a new program, a new service, you really just need to tell people what it is that you've got for sale and you know the benefits that they can get from it. And here's, you know, click this button, this is where you buy it. I really don't think it should have to be a great deal of effort on your part or on their part. If they have to mull it over time and time again, and they're just not sure if it's right, and well, then maybe it isn't right. It should feel right. When I buy something, it feels right when I buy it. I do not buy things that I'm like, oh, I don't know, because that, oh, I don't know, usually means, I don't think that's a good idea. And so I don't want to try to convince anyone. Those are not the people I want to work with. I want to work with people who are excited to work with me. Those are the people who are ready to go. Those are the people who really do want to work to make a difference on this planet, who really do want to grow their businesses and make a difference doing it. And those people are my people. So I definitely want to stress that. And another thing that I also want to make sure I put in here is that I was told by many, many people that you have to be all in in your business. In other words, quit your day job and you should be all in. Otherwise, you really don't want it. Holy moly, is that a pile of garbage. That is such bad advice. 
And I'm a business coach, and that is horrible business advice. I have never, ever, nor would I ever advise anyone to quit any job. Quit or don't quit, that's up to you. I'm not going to tell you to quit, and I'm sure as heck not going to tell you to quit and start cold turkey, which is what I did, which is probably the hardest possible thing you can do. So I would never suggest that. Keep your day job or quit your day job, but don't do it because I told you to, because I'm never going to be the one to do that. So I hope that this provides a little bit of insight into sales calls and how I feel about them and why I don't do them. And I also hope that it gives you some permission to do things the way you want. Don't do a sales call because somebody says you have to, or don't use that script that seems to be going around the internet and has been for decades, evidently, about you know the most common sales objections and how to combat them. If you don't feel comfortable using it, then don't use it, unless the person telling you to use it is paying your salary, in which case then you're going to need to do that. But if you are working for yourself, if you're creating your own business, that's your business and you can do it any way you want. There really are no rules. There are best practices for certain social media platforms. You know, there are best practices for using each of those. There are better way to, you know, better ways to craft blog posts than others. There are easier ways to go about podcasting than other ways, but there's no one way to do anything. There is no one way to do anything. Holy moly ravioli was I given such bad advice. Lisa Kelly is asking, hi, Bonnie, how do you promote your work, i.e. book? She's talking about how to promote her book without coming across as self-promoting or is it or is self-promoting not a bad thing? Well, that is a great question, Lisa, and thank you for your question. So if you have a book for sale or anything, let's call it a widget. So if you have a widget for sale and you want people to know about it, you need to promote that widget. Otherwise, they'll never know. So you got to let them know in some way. You have to promote it in some way. I know Lisa well enough to know that she's not a salesy person. So she's not, if she's not inherently salesy, she's not going to come across that way when she's talking about a book or a widget or anything. So if you are not that way, you're not going to be that way when you're talking about something that you have for sale. Now, having said that, how do you come across as not being salesy? Well, whether it's a book or a product or a program or a service or anything under the sun, no matter what it is, there are a whole bunch of things similar out there. In fact, probably millions, maybe billions. We don't even know. There's a lot more things out there like your thing than you know about. And so what you want to make sure you do is not tell people that you have a book because as exciting as that is, especially for you, a lot of people have books. So it's not the fact that you have a book. It's what the book provides me, the reader. So a book is a book is a book. You know, lately, a book is kind of like a calling card, kind of like a business card. It seems like everybody's got one. And of course, you know, there's, there's no uh, shame in self-publishing anymore. So you can publish your book by yourself and you don't have to go through a traditional publisher and, and all of those things. So a lot more people have books today. But the fact that you have a book doesn't mean anything unless people know what's in it for them. So what's so special about your book? What's in it for me? What am I going to get from the book? Because as far as I'm concerned, unless I know that, 
you just have a book. And I'm never going to be interested just because you have a book because God knows how many books there are out there, right? Only the Library of Congress knows, I suppose. So I want to know what's in it for me. I want to know what's so special about your book or your product or your program or your service or the way that you put things on coffee mugs and I can put it in the dishwasher and not have it fall off. You know, what's the way that you go about it that makes it so special? So that's what's going to get me to buy from you as opposed to somebody else. So now let me give you a more specific example. Let's say that you have a book on scrapbooking. Let's say you wrote a book on scrapbooking. Well, you know, the craze, the scrapbooking craze has kind of dwindled, right? But there are still people out there who are interested in scrapbooking. And let's say that you wrote a book on scrapbooking and you really want to get those people who are still interested because they are still out there. And so you wrote a book, not just telling you how to scrapbook, because really you could get that anywhere. Pretty much anything you want to know, you know, look on YouTube. There's probably 20,000 tutorial videos on it. So it's not necessarily how to scrapbook. It's the way you go about scrapbooking that makes your scrapbooks and your scrapbooking pages, maybe you give each of your grandkids or each of your nieces or each of your children a page for their scrapbook or, you know, who knows what. And so the way it's the way you go about it that makes it so special. And maybe every chapter, I'm now writing a book here. I'm outlining a book for some scrapbooker. I don't scrapbook. But maybe every chapter in that book is one special thing, one completely, you know, unique special thing about the way you go about scrapbooking. And it's it's so unique. People were like, you need to write a book on this because nobody goes about scrapbooking like this. And so every chapter goes through some other quirky, unique, interesting way that you go about it. But unless I know what's in it for me, whether it's Lisa's book or anything else, unless I know what's in it for me, I'm not going to be interested. And I might not even know who you are. And in that case, I definitely won't be interested. So nobody buys from anyone unless they know, like, and trust them. You got to know, like, and trust before the buy happens. And then even if you know, like, and trust, if you don't communicate what makes your widget so special, there's also not going to be a sale. So you have to know how to communicate what makes it so special. What are the benefits? What's in it for them? Okay. Always keep in the top of your mind what's in it for me, because that's what your audience will be thinking. That's what everyone thinks when they walk into anywhere and they're going to possibly buy anything, even if it's a chocolate bar, even if it's a soda and they could get a Diet Coke with extra ice. That's what I order from many, many places. Why is it I go back to McDonald's? Because I think it tastes better. And guess what? It does. If you walk into a McDonald's and you ask the manager, Bonnie from the internet, of course, she'll let me No, she won't know me. One local one down the street will. But if you say, you know, somebody told me that there really is a reason that your Diet Coke tastes better. Now, I don't know if this is with every soda. I imagine it is with McDonald's. But there are two reasons why the Diet Coke absolutely, hand to God, does taste different, in my opinion, much better. And this is countrywide. I haven't tested it around the world because I really don't travel that much. But in many, many states in this country, 
I'm telling you, it consistently tastes the same and it tastes better. And there is no comparison whatsoever. And there are two reasons, but you have to ask the manager and you will be like, huh, Bonnie wasn't kidding. So there are definitely two reasons McDonald's, McDonald's goes about it differently. So I want to know what's in it for me when I walk into an establishment and I decide I'm going to buy something. So that's why I usually buy Diet Coke with extra ice from McDonald's. And when I go to, you know, there are certain reasons that I eat certain candy bars. I really do think that Snickers is satisfying. I think it's a great tagline. And I also happen to be a fan of Snickers. Now, the bottom half of me is not necessarily a fan of Snickers, but, you know, it it goes straight to my tushy, but I really do enjoy it. So what do I get out of it? I get out some, you know, I get some momentary pleasure. I'm going to have to exercise more, but I already know that, but that's okay. I buy them anyway. So what's in it for you? That, what's in it for your people? What, what is in it for me? That's what people are thinking about when they are hearing about the book. They are subconsciously, without even thinking of that question, in their mind is what's in it for me. And if what they hear out of your mouth is not something that is telling them, yeah, there really is something in it for me, then they're not going to buy it. Then there's no sale. So I hope that that helps. And that was an awesome question. All right. I recorded this live inside the Business Fabulous Facebook group. I am going to take this recording and I'm going to put it inside the Social Media Marketing Cafe. Now, the Social Media Marketing Cafe, and you can check that out by going to bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash get the cafe, all lowercase, just like it sounds bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. And the social media marketing cafe has loads and loads of things to help you with social media, with marketing, with building your website, with growing your business online. It is anything and everything that I could possibly think of that will help you to start, grow, and scale your online business. It's all in the cafe. This is going to be in the cafe as an example of a behind the scenes of my podcast. And everyone who's already a member of the cafe, and it's only $15, by the way, that's a little poem. Anyone who's a member of the cafe is going to have access to this information two to three weeks before the podcast comes out. So I put special things in the cafe that people, no one will see anywhere. This one, they won't see it, but they'll hear the edited version on my podcast, but they, no one will have access to this except for the members in Mag Cafe, because I am about to erase it from my Facebook group. So what did I do for those of you who are listening to the episode and are watching the live stream and are here live and wondering, wait a minute, how'd you go about this? What'd you just say? This is what I did, because this is a good strategy for you. So I wrote a letter. I I sent out an email to my whole list. And I said, hey, want to be part of my podcast? I sent that out to everybody and I said, I'm going to be going live in the Facebook group and this is the title. And I said that the title was, you know, how do you ever sell without sales calls? And I think that's a compelling title. Now, I didn't do it hours and hours or eons in advance. I did it like 15 minutes in advance. And so if people were around and they were a member of the Facebook group, they would have access to it. If not, they wouldn't. But if not, they would also know that, oh, wait a minute, I want to be in that Facebook group. And so other people probably joined the Facebook group today. So I'll probably keep this in here for another hour or so, actually. 
And so it grows my Facebook group. It lets people know that I do special things for my Facebook group. It reminds people I have a podcast. It gives them behind the scenes of the podcast. So I'm allowing people to see them, to see me do this, to see me broadcast here on do my podcast. And they see it before it's edited and they actually see it because a podcast you listen to. So this is going to go into the social media marketing cafe as a behind the scenes, because I absolutely do not ordinarily videotape my podcast at all. So not only do they have access to that, but they have access to it before the podcast even comes out. So special perks for people who are who have special things. Number one, nobody found out about it unless they were on my list. Number two, if they were on my list and in my Facebook group, they got to see the broadcast live and they got to ask a question and get their question answered live. And then on top of that, then I'm going to delete this, this video out of the Facebook group, but I am going to put it into the cafe. So anyone who's in the cafe, whether or not they're in the Facebook group, will be able to see it forever as much as they want. And anyone who's in the cafe can ask me questions at any time. And I reply to their questions straight away inside the cafe. That's another poem. And they can also request that I create anything else that they don't see in the cafe. They can say, hey, can you please create a tutorial on and fill in the blank? And then if I know that this is something that everybody in the cafe would really benefit from, then I absolutely create it. And I usually create it within 48 hours and I put it inside the cafe. So I will make it specifically for you, but everybody benefits and I put it in the cafe. And you get all that for 15 bucks. So if you are here watching the live stream or you're watching the video, bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. Also, want some residual income? Want some passive income? You can be an affiliate for the cafe, but you can only be an affiliate for the cafe if you're in the cafe. So feel free to DM me about that information. All right, so now... I hope that you understand why I never do sales calls and how in the world I sell stuff without them. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode of Business Fabulous. I love that you are part of the Business Fabulous community and I really, really do appreciate it. If you wanna provide feedback or ask me a question or suggest an episode at any time, feel free to do that. You can always email me listener at bonnielfrank.com. And you can also leave me a voice message on my SpeakPipe. There are two ways you can do that. You can go to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can go to my website and go to the podcast page. So you go to bonnielfrank.com, click on podcast, and right in the middle of that page, there's a bright orange button and you click that button and you leave a voice message. You can tell me what you thought about any particular episode. You can also, if you want to, request that I do an episode. I wanna make sure that I am covering the topics that you want to know about. I am here for you. So the more you help me, the more I can help you. And Veronica just said something that is so incredibly sweet. Veronica, I am shouting you out on the live stream, and this is going to be part of the podcast. Veronica just put up in the comments, which is now on the screen. She said, it's because you're authentic and you provide great value. Thank you. That is, you just, man, you made my day. Thank you so much. And that is really, really sweet. I really appreciate that. 
I only know one way to be. This is it. (laughs) So it doesn't get any better. This is it. I really feel that if you're going to put your time and energy into trying to be something else, you are going to burn out from that. That just, man, does that take a lot of energy. I don't want to use my energy like that. I want to use my energy for laughing and having fun and being silly and helping people all over the planet to start, grow, and scale their online businesses. That's how I want to spend my energy. I do not want to spend my energy trying to remember who I am pretending to be. I don't even know what I had for lunch yesterday. I would say today, but I'm pretty sure I didn't have lunch today. It might have been macaroni and cheese. I don't even remember if that was today or yesterday, to be honest with you. So, how in the world could I possibly remember? what it is or who it is that I'm pretending to be. I can't. So thank you so much for being here. I love that you guys were. And here is to being fabulous. We'll talk soon.